This is Channel 253 Sports. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeldwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. It is March 27th, 2019. This is season three. It's the 28th. Is it? Fuck. It is, right? It's the 28th. No, it is the 28th. Let's call it March March uh, 32nd. I mean, we could just keep going. I mean, it's pretty funny It's March 28th, 2019, season three, episode four of the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In studio today, you've just heard the dulcet tones of Casey Catherwood. Hello, everybody. Great to be here. It's it's good to it's have March you. It's March 28th. And <laughs> 2008. And we, and the, we know what day it is. The 27th was a day good enough to live twice. Wednesday so, I mean, was you, pretty fantastic. Yeah, it was a yeah, beautiful Wednesday. Tell me, tell me more about what happened yesterday for you. Was it just a beautiful? It was just. I mean, I. You gorgeous? know what? I I spent a little bit of time folding laundry when I got off of work. I did the same. And I rinse. What is it? Wash, rinse, repeat. Kind of, a, kind of a situation. Your hair? It was just, yeah, yeah. Wash, oh, okay. rinse, repeat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, a, it was fine. You washed your hair. Let's live it twice. Our, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. March twenty twenty seventh. If that could be Groundhog Day, you yeah. would you'd be all over. Here we it. are. Bill Bill Murray, and of course our perennial co-host, Mister Timbo Hamilton. Hi, folks at home. Right on. If you don't know, Casey Catherwood is our uh, is the creative director for We Are Tacoma, which comprises three teams. The Seattle Rain, uh, which will be starting here pretty soon. Uh, it's the it's the NASL women's team. NASL? NWSL. NWSL. And Rain Son FC. They are now called Rain Not FC. Not the Seattle Rain. Yeah. It's the Rain yeah. FC. Steve, they're called Rain FC now. because we kind of We're not going to call them the Tacoma Rain. We're not going to call them the Seattle Rain. They are just Rain, Rain FC, FC. Which I think is a really and good name. And when did that change happen that change happened right around the time that moved yeah the move which i think we're going to talk about very soon here yes i think so and uh also the tacoma defiance which we are definitely calling tacoma yes absolutely and of course the uh the wonderful the magical the fantastical tacoma rainiers the mothership beautiful if you will right there at cheney stadium yeah yeah, Gorgeous. right on, man. So, uh, Casey, uh, tell us a little bit about how the launches have gone with uh, Tacoma Defiance and uh, Rain FC. Absolutely. So, I don't know if you were tuned in, but in a couple months ago, we had a large press conference at Cheney Stadium launching and announcing that these two huge things were happening at Cheney Stadium, uh, effectively happening immediately. One being that Sounders FC2, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, the development team Mm -hmm. that plays in Tacoma, that feeds to your Seattle Sounders FC, would no longer be known as S2, but as a totally Tacoma entity known as Tacoma Defiance with Mm -hmm. a new 
jerseys and logos and you know all of that. I think that well, everybody that listens to you probably knows about that We know by a little now. bit about it. But what we don't know about it is uh, some of the kind of back office stuff with yeah. respect to how USL treated uh, some of that and how, how there may have been some pushback. Is that anything you can shine some light on? Uh, you know, it's... I think anytime you do a rebrand, it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of channels and there's a lot of people that have to sign off on things and yep. a lot of people that have a lot of opinions about name and logo and how mm-hmm. certain things are placed on a logo or how colors are placed <laughs> on a logo. But How excited are you to talk about kerning today? Yeah, kerning <laughs> is something that I, I mean, I wish that we could visually look at all of the logos we designed for the team mm-hmm. and kind of tell you the stories behind all of them. And mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of sort of God only knows type of stuff that, that we will up. never be able to share with people. <laughs> of course, of course. But what I will say is that it was really important for us with Tacoma Defiance. And I, and I hope that people can feel this when they look at the logo now and they wear it on their shirt or they see it mm-hmm. on the the badge of the players playing on the field is that we really were talking to a lot of people in this one and, and the most important people were fans and people from Tacoma so when we did the ask all help us name our team uh-huh. we the survey picked, we picked a name that was in the top three of thousands of names submitted can you tell us what the what the second two were yeah so i would say that tacoma defiance was somewhere in the top three and mm-hmm. then the other two were tacoma tides uh-huh. which is another team that has already happened uh-huh. uh, here in the local area and then i think a lot of people wanted to see some some form of Grit City or some, City know, of De- Destiny. No, not or... as many City of Destinies as you would as you would really think. Uh-huh. Um, and then there were a lot of uh, Tacoma the, aromas. The there were a lot of Tacoma aromas. <laughs> to be to be completely real with you, and that was you know obviously we love Tacoma way too much, and we know <laughs> that this team deserved a great name. And Defiance Tacoma aromas not it. Well, no, no. And I mean, do you even smell the aroma anywhere near? Never, like occasionally on a hot summer day, if there is no breeze at all and you're directly next to uh, uh, Commencement Bay. When you hear Tacoma Defiance, Tim, what do you think of? Like, what what does Defiance mean to you? Because I would love to hear what you think of it and then maybe what you think of it. And then I'll tell you where we were coming from in in it. So I don't want to, I don't want to pepper your... Sure. Your potion here. I want to hear what you think of when you hear defiance, just even separately from a soccer team in the connotation of Tacoma. What do you think of? Well, uh, two things. I think of Point Defiance, mm-hmm. and just growing up, you know, going down to the park, the zoo. And then I also, just the word defiance, just I'm kind of, that, that that's kind of me. I, I push against authority quite a bit and not always because I'm being a jerk, but just because I'm trying to get other people to confirm their own beliefs. You know, I push back and question just so that you, you know, second guess yourself and, uh-huh. and, and reassure that that's what you really want to do. I think of seafaring. Um, for some reason, it, it just has a nautical feel for me. Port, uh, Fort Defiance, Point Defiance, uh, the zoo, the park, the aquarium. Uh, but I, but I, I, I literally just think of uh, some noble circumnavigator, you know, yeah. an explorer going through and naming, aha, that shall be point defiance. And, and 
like the, the just the discovery aspect of it and um i think it it carries to this city because the city just continues to push for what's better for this city against lots of odds against uh what what else is going on in the county against what's going on with seattle uh conflicts at the port um politically whatever whatever it is that we're trying to do economically for the people that live here um it just it it just feeds into all of that it's it's like a really working class feel i love it i have a question um yeah did you know defiant tacoma defiance the name have anything to do go through the top five names and then start doing internet searches and like all right which one of these urls is bought? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tides probably you know being a pre-existing team might have you know, its own website and whatnot I and mean, then what is it that you have to like kind of if, if let's just say tacoma defiance was you know whatever a, a junior team do you have right. to i think offer that money to yeah. buy the url or Defiantly, this this band that we have at Cheney Stadium pretty much forge our own path. Mm-hmm. And we, if we wanted to make a name, I mean, granted, we couldn't be called like the Tacoma, I mean, let me just think, like Tacoma <laughs> Szechuan's because there's a re- restaurant. That doesn't make sense. That's, well, right. also, but there's a restaurant. You couldn't like, I mean, that's a pre-existing restaurant. Right. You can't like... Tacoma Duke's Chowderhouse. So yeah. we, we would be mindful of the fact that obviously we don't want to be something that is already a thing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, this this is a group that when we know we want to to, to make something happen, we will fight for. And we, we I think you, you know, our, our, we will make it happen. We, and, and I think that we, you've shown and we've, and you've seen that started with Tacoma Rainiers at Cheney yep. stadium. Oh yeah. And now we have three teams playing in the stadium in one year. Uh huh. That to me says everything you need to know about making things happen. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. The fact that you fit a soccer field in there more creatively than the New York Yankees did. Oh, I think it's pretty fantastic. They, yeah. They, they, they screwed things up, and they probably have a, a significantly higher um, budget for that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, and what I will say, I mean, just to kind of touch back on to Defiance, and we don't need to linger on it much longer, yeah, sure. is that Defiance as a name is more than a place, mm-hmm. which we know that it is a place here, and it's more than a like a feeling or a thing that you like an action, but it's it's like a it's a complete it's a lifestyle of people in Tacoma mm-hmm. and and that's what happens when you live in the shadow of a spotlight mm-hmm. Seattle spotlight that's what happens when you have a history of a lot of you know uh working really really hard but also playing really hard we know that this is a city that enjoys a good time it's a city that really enjoys a good time and 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 goes out and supports bars and restaurants like none other and it's a city that stands its ground and yeah. sticks up for itself. And that oh, yeah. to us is a, a nature and it's something that we're proud to be a part of. And I think it really is, is, is represented with this name defiance. And then obviously we know that everybody wanted this team to be called Tacoma Kraken. The Kraken. The <laughs> and Kraken. so to be able to nod to that without, <laughs> without sharing a name of a, a popular rum or, you know, something oh, sure. that other people want the Seattle hockey team to be called, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to nod, to nod to this gigantic Pacific octopus that lives mm-hmm. under the Narrows Bridge of course and he does. kills ships and mm-hmm. humans <laughs> that dare to swim at underneath will. it. Yep. 
Uh, those those to, jumpers that jump off the bridge if, if the if the fall doesn't kill you, that, <laughs> the Kraken will. That massive Kraken will. So I've, to be able to compile all of that, we're really proud of it. Uh, and you should be proud of it. It is it, it's it's a fantastic accomplishment to have such a successful launch, uh, both with uh, both under the S two name for one year, and then and then and then managing to negotiate whatever it took to make that work uh, is is absolutely is absolutely a Herculean feat. Uh, the front office at uh, We Are Tacoma should be absolutely proud of what they 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 did, what what you accomplished. I feel so We're proud, proud any time I see a sweatshirt or a hat yep. that has that logo on it because I know the work that went into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really, really excited. And when we talk about what's to come, it's like nobody actually re- truly knows what's to come, but I know it's mm-hmm. good things. You know, I know I know it's good things just knowing this city, too. I love this city. I'm a transplant. I moved here... Uh, I think uh, ten years ago when I met my wife, and this city has been more of a home to me than any place I've ever been. It's so awesome. I can I can I can kind of relate. I can really kind of relate. Growing up on you know in in the east side of Seattle, moving to Seattle when I was eighteen, going Hmm. to Seattle Central Community College, being in that sort of Seattle environment, and then always thinking of Tacoma as a place that you just drove by. Yeah. I got a job at the Tacoma Rainiers in 2015. <laughs> what was that job? Game entertainment coordinator, Absolutely. which you know that I still do all sorts of game <laughs> entertainment at the stadium, and I'm proud of that. Like I'm proud of be. how far I've come here, but mm-hmm. it really does have a lot to do with how incredible this city is, and we live in a magical place, and uh, I hope it doesn't jump the shark. I I think that we have leaders that are responsible, and I hope we're not getting off track, but I, I think we have leaders that that care about this place enough. And we obviously can learn from other cities issues, but I yeah. just, I think that we really do have a magical thing happening in Tacoma and our sports teams are a big part of that. And Cheney stadium is a big part of that. And it gives a platform to great people and great energy mm-hmm. that, this city can be proud of. And I think that this team will just continue to rise with the same trajectory that this region is as well. We know that Pierce County is the fastest growing region in the United States. Can we put that on the table really quick? That's something the listeners should stop, stop at. Maybe you could repeat it. Just repeat it. It's yeah. Uh, Pierce County is the fastest growing metropolitan area in the United States, um, which is absolutely phenomenally amazing to me. But this four County region, I was looking on Twitter today. Somebody said that we're going to have like another 4 million people in the next decade move into this four County region. King, Snohomish, Pierce, and what, uh, Skadger, Thurston. (laughs) Holy crap. And, and (laughs) North out of those, out of those like 4.2 million people, there's gonna be like 2.7 or 2.3 million jobs. Right. And, and I mean, it doesn't all kind of compute, but we are growing very fast. We are growing very fast. You see it in the housing prices, you, you see it, you see it everywhere. Um, I'm interested in what you, um, there's nowhere to go, but up, uh, for, 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 we are Tacoma for the three teams. Um, what do you guys think about the, about attendance numbers Are those living up to your expectations? Um, how do you, I don't know if you do any, any comparisons to what S2 looked like yeah. at Starfire, but w- w- well, you can't, do you, do, you can't do any comparisons to what it's S2 not the same did at Starfire venue. because I mean, 
I think that those attendance numbers are very public. What mm-hmm. what happened at S uh, with S two at Starfire, and last year we saw in you know insane increases over those numbers but i just i don't think that the i think that's kind of apples and oranges yeah but i what i will say is i would like to note that we had an opening night for defiance Uh that was one of the absolute coldest nights that i've ever set (laughs) foot in a sporting event in my entire life let alone working professionally in the last five years i don't know if i would have gone to paid money to go be a part of that night mm-hmm. um i think well, i want to say it was march 8th it was cold it was below 30 degrees at kickoff i mean it was cold mm-hmm. and we still had four thousand people come to support Woo! us which is amazing i mean Woo! that's that's amazing and so you know, I think we're gonna look at these attendance numbers at the end of the year, and then let's talk about it. Have me back on sure. the uh, back on the show at the end of the year. But we've had two matches, and we've got obviously a fifteen more. And this team has big goals, and I sit in meetings every day. I have I sit in these meetings where we're looking at this as a an absolute campaign to include all people in the South sound and all, all groups from fraternities to, I, I mean the, to nonprofits, to cultural groups, to ever. And there's all, there's a strategy for making everyone feel included and mm-hmm. making it as easy as possible for these people to come and support their soccer team. And that's something that excites me and makes it easy to get up for work every day yeah and it's just like a small it's like a small but big part of my job but i'm honored to be in these meetings it's just like a creative mind that is going why haven't we uh, made it easy for the nurses at multi-care to come to these matches their their place they work is right on the front of our jersey yep. and every time we post a picture of a kid on defiance in a multi-care jersey we see one comment from a nurse and goes can i wear this instead of scrubs let's make it easy for them to come right, yeah, this, fri- this friday or whenever and so that that type of thinking will lead to success absolutely i'm gonna take some scrubs and then just you know paint the shoulders <laughs> black and you know just paint the scrubs to look like a jersey yeah so rain rain FC, uh, what does that launch look like? What's the yeah. for, what's opening day, and how does that what does that look like? How does that feel? Uh, um, yeah. I know your your season ticket. Uh, you you sold more season tickets. Doubled. You doubled the season ticket holder. So what I can say about rain FC Holy shit. is that there's been an absolute groundswell of support. There's been an absolute groundswell of support for the team, which mm-hmm. has been an amazing thing to be a part, uh, to, to witness just from a numbers standpoint. And I know that those crowds are going to be really big, yeah. which is cool. Cause I mean, these are the, t- some of the top athletes in the world. Like yep. let's, let's be real here. Rain FC have eight members of their squad that will, will be re- representing their nations in the world cup in France. Which is amazing. Like, so, I mean, think about that. You've got 23 players on their roster, and essentially a third, a third, of, of, a them. third of them are <laughs> world class players. And, and then on top of that, the others are also really awesome. Mm-hmm. And some of them are first and second team in the NWSL. Mm-hmm. These are 
absolute stud athletes that are and I don't know if the word stud is right, but like <laughs> just absolute rock stars. They're rock stars. Yep. And spending time with them. And so I've gotten a chance to be on some other podcasts, interviews. Mm-hmm. I got to, I had the honor, the absolute honor of doing a media day with them, with all the rain players down at Zoo Lily in Seattle. Oh, wow. Last week, we spent the entire day there. And we got to take pictures of them, of, of every single rain player, interview all of them. We got to do some weird, I mean, you know me, so I'm going inter- inj- to inject some weirdness <laughs> into the mix. And all of them are just so, so cool. So, so their hearts shine. And I cannot wait for April 21st, their Easter night match, which is seems like a strange timing. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's an absolute sellout. I mean, a close to complete packed house. What is capacity? Seven seventy two hundred. No, is that plus the is there a plus standing the room or anything like that? Well, there's. I mean, we've like a a third of July Rainiers <laughs> game. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. Right. Uh, you know, back in the day, the Nacarado Nacarado family would pack Cheney Stadium so full that they would have play, uh, people sitting on the warning tracks in the outfield <laughs> on, on the on opening night in the 3rd of July where if the ball came over there, all the, the, pe- the people in Tacoma had to scatter out. So I'm not really sure what. I haven't really looked at the number for announced on like the most sold sure. out game of the year, but I know that it's over 7,000. And <clears throat> I, I, what I can say is Rain FC is maybe the team that I'm most excited about because it's going to be such high quality of sport. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we've got the Rainiers, which we know are players coming and going from the show. But selfishly, I think of Rainiers games as an opportunity to entertain a crowd. It's just fun. It's just fun. It's just it's fun. Great Nobody's expecting a beer. Defiance. A win. I don't want to say I, it's a I, similar situation. It feels like it these days. I mean, not to segue, but they're 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 a team that are working hard mm-hmm. and we know that there are players on that roster that are absolutely the future of not only the Seattle Sounders but the sport men's in America. Soccer, yeah. yeah, men's soccer US in men's America. Soccer, yeah. But it is it is I mean, no matter what, it's going to be a thing where we're thinking of if this match is going to get out of hand, let's make this an experience for people to enjoy themselves sim- at Cheney Stadium. Yep. Uh, and South Sound Sports, we know, is about having a good time, just like anything in Absolutely. Tacoma is people want to have a great time. I feel like the Rain fans are going to be a little more diehard. Totally. A little and super more. super serious. And, that's, and I love that because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I also love it because those players will make it so so easy these women are not only athletes that would absolutely slice dice and murder you oh, on God, a soccer yeah. field but they are so funny mm-hmm. for one so so funny so personable and from megan rapino to beverly yanez to just i mean the goalkeepers to the international talent they're all just so like real humans that you kind of just forget that you're talking to people that, like you said, are going to France to like, they're famous, (laughs) famous and they are playing here in Tacoma and it's not, and it's, 
I think that we've heard a lot of people get caught up in saying, well, this is the type of thing I think that the young women of Tacoma should see, or this is the type of thing I should bring my daughter to to see. Every young person, old person, whatever, regardless of gender, age, should be coming to support this team. They're Tacoma's team now, and they are absolutely world-class. It will be the highest level of sport we see in this city. It is something to be absolutely fucking excited it's about. arguable i think it's arguable that they're they they might be the best women's professional soccer team in the world i it's arguable yes, yes. and this this roster looks like they're going to be very strong megan rapino said uh that that this move from memorial stadium to cheney stadium is going to extend her career by five years I mean, I did. I had no idea, but it makes a lot of sense that playing on grass mm-hmm. and especially world class grass. Shout out to Michael Huey, Cheney Stadium groundskeeper. Yeah, Michael uh, Huey, who is an absolute legend in my eyes, based on how he's able to quickly adapt, like no questions asked, to having three teams play on a baseball field, <laughs> and two of them are not baseball teams. He's like, yeah, we can figure year. it out. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, the grass is amazing, and I know I just had I had no idea. I, I guess it's because I didn't play a ton of soccer or a lot of sports. Uh, shout out to all of the high school athletes that stuffed me in lockers in <laughs> high school. I wasn't really good at sports; I was more of an art, arts and music guy. But um, yeah, like I I, I can I can see that grass. I mean, at all at all these games should be played on grass. Turf is, I mean. Base baseball, uh, baseball to, on to, turf is terrible. baseball on turf is like one of the scariest, weirdest things ever. Oh, yeah. So I can only imagine soccer. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Megan Rapinoe's five year career. I hope it's all in Tacoma. I used to umpire uh, pony league in yeah. in the Olympia area, and we would have these tournaments on turf at the rack in Lacey. And the turf on an 80 degree day is roughly 120 degrees. I've heard that. So, um, one of the photographers who shoots for us at Defiance also shoots the all the Sounders matches, Mm -hmm. and what her name is, Karis Wilson. Karis Wilson. All right. God, I hope it's not Karis Rogers. Don't you should look it up. Will you look it up? I think I just said it straight up, Karis Wilson. So will you edit that out if I say the wrong thing? You know, I never asked for Karis. I said Karis Wilson. Karis Rogers. I I know it's Karis Wilson. Just say them both. Karis Will Karis Wilson. Moving Her on. name's Karis Wilson. <laughs> Her name is Karis Wilson, which okay. I said right okay. the first time. And you can maybe just keep <laughs> we'll this in. We'll square that you away. You can also it's just keep fine. this in. It's, uh, I, I edit the shit out of the show. We're drinking, tonight we are drinking Crown <laughs> Royal peach flavored whiskey. It's limited edition. There is also Sparkle Donkey yeah. tequila on the table, oh, but yeah. I haven't tried any of that. Anyways, um, <laughs> what, I, what I have heard also about turf is that on a hot day at Century Link, Ugh. it's almost impossible to take photos of the team because... Of the glare the off the yeah the the heat waves yeah it's wow. like so so difficult and the grass just makes it so easy, which I'm not saying grass gets I'm hot not saying Cheney Stadium's better than Century Link by any means. But um, we we just we we love what 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 uh, it's what an honor it's an absolute doing. honor to get this opportunity to make Tacoma feel good about Tacoma, and that's really something that I makes it pretty easy to wake up every day Mm -hmm. and that is definitely a guiding light that i had no idea would be a absolute soul driving force behind (laughs) what i do every moment of my life 
uh, when I was even 20 years old. And now at 30 years old, I stand here and going like, wow, I definitely have a drink. purpose, I guess. When the dog's uh, barking, you got to drink. When the dog to barks, Grover. you drink. To Grover. Grover dog. So here's the thing I love about Rain FC and sort of the synergy between all of these teams in the We Are Tacoma umbrella is that we are inviting rain fc to help us celebrate rainier's opening day on april 9th yep yep so that's a lot we think well let's have one of the players throw out a first pitch okay that's all good and fine but the players can't decide who they want to throw out the first pitch so all of them are going to show up surround the pitcher's mound (laughs) and there is we still don't know who's throwing out the first pitch on rainier's opening day because they are going to have a competition At one of their trainings on like April 2nd, let's say, which we're going to go film, obviously, where all of the players are going to be given this opportunity to be judged by their coaches and maybe some celebrity judges on how well they could throw out the first pitch on opening day. Now, what, what are they being judged on? Like accuracy or? Yeah, uh, who's going to do the best job flare, throwing the damn ball oh, that's down amazing. the pipe on that opening day? You can't have a crappy pitch on opening day. <laughs> no. Gra- Granted, Especially, tons, of, tons of people have bad yeah. first pitches on opening day. You get an old senator out there. He, yeah. he, pipe, he pipes I, it into the... There's the been athletes. There's been pro athletes. First base dugout. Really, 50 cent, whatever. Out, yeah, I always yeah. think of that episode of the West Wing. Right. Totally. <laughs> no, all right. Here, my, here's my thing. We get you in a helmet and mask and then just have all 23 people throw it at you. That might have to actually happen. I, <laughs> I would love to put on some hatchers gear and try and field some balls from these girls. So that's thank just you. All you at just, the same time. You just fed. Else? You just fed. The, so <laughs> here's another thing I'm thinking. So as creative director of this group, I have become very receptive to the fact that all and I've and this is a a mindset that I've kind of professed a lot over the last couple of years, especially is that all good seeds or all good good ideas start as seeds. Yeah. So all good ideas start as seeds. I'm just going to retract that. All good ideas start as seeds. And so you are you. You are Tim. And you <laughs> and I are having a conversation about an idea. If you throw a seed in there like, hey, Squidditch. what if some? What if you wore the catcher's mask? Or what if you wore a catcher's mask and that was an idea or that was a thing that you did during this rain pitch comp- competition – it now became planted in the idea tree, and it will be a part of the tree. Like I will be doing that. Have now. all twenty three throw. And it you at have you to be receptive time. to all of the ideas of all of the people around Tacoma, your life, your your grandma. You call your grandma. You give her an idea. I got one word for you. Yes, for defiance, Squidditch. I like Squidditch. I'm not sure what what it is because we need CGI and right. we need brooms. Well, or, is or it you brooms? just need like octopi on the broom heads. You gotta right. catch a snitch, right? Yeah, you snitch gotta catch a, stitches. So they can't catch a snitch, but they can catch maybe um, a squid. E. coli. I, they could catch. They could catch red. <laughs> could get, it could be red. People tide. were so sicked out on opening night that I had a, an actual dead oh, octopus on the dude, dugout. That was they were crazy. so sicked out by it. Uh, but no one called PETA or anything. <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to talk about, the, the synergy the synergy of the teams okay. is that the thing that one of the main things that I heard. Dead, I'm when dead, I, I'm dead. When I interviewed the Rain players and I asked each one of them at their media day, I said, why are you excited to play in Tacoma? And like half of them said, well, we went to Defiance. We went to a Defiance match 
and we just loved the energy that we that saw at Kinney amazing. Stadium. That's and amazing. And you could tell that Tacoma was really behind their team. And so now you see the triangle form, right? The the ladies are all competing to throw the first pitch at Rainier's <laughs> opening day, and they're all excited for their opening day because, because they went to Defiance's opening match. That is fucking amazing. And that, to me, is a triangle of love. Yep. And all of sport should be about love. And I know that this podcast is about love Always. for your team Always. and your city and your region. And that is something that makes my little heart tremble, Steve. It really does. And I hope that... <laughs> Your listeners feel the same. Well, we are absolutely Twitter-pated for Tacoma Defiance. We're Twitter-pated for uh, uh, Rain FC and the launch. I, we just on April twenty-first, and we absolutely love uh, what what you have done as creative director for the uh, for the We Are Tacoma organization. Casey Catherwood, once again, thank you so much for joining us on the Flounder Speed Team podcast. Love you guys. All right, we'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back. There's, uh, there's a pod I uh, just got turned on to um, called Commercial Grade. Mm. And what they end up doing, it's it's a woman, um, I don't remember her first name, last name, maybe Christy, <clears throat> Christy Bishop. Christy Bishop is married to Brian Bishop and it's on the Adam Carolla show. But um, All right. they basically just talk about, she, she runs a show, she basically works for a marketing agency uh, or for Lexus and Jaguar. And so she talks about what, you know what goes into commercials with target audience. You know goes analyze the Super Bowl commercials, and I just I love like you know you, you're sitting there looking at target demographics and did you hit, did you miss? It was a great commercial, but people think it's Kia and it's not really Kia. It was Hyundai. <laughs> you know, to, like, oh crap! Then yeah, we kind of missed that's on a, a miss. Yeah, so. well, that's cool. All right, so, and you're into marketing. I mean, that's that's just, kind of your gig, right? I have zero like direct marketing, not. I just I love building relationships and I love having mm-hmm. conversations and and you know like on a spiritual side and because I want to work for you know Sparkle Donkey or um, West Coast Goalkeeping because I I like I know what it's like to be a goalkeeper I know what you know what you need out of out of your your tools and I I just like the product and I like that it's local and it's not Adidas what else do you or need? Nike and and it's you know, like I said, I, I I could wrap my head around it, and I want to go on the grassroots side. I want to start with clubs, and you know, like when I bought the kit, I would love to see, I would love to see how uh, last the, the girls Wilson or not Wilson Lincoln or Foss. Mm-hmm. You know, I got them gloves just to see. You know, I I hope that in my mind's eye, I, I pictured them having maybe some different types of of equipment, and these things maybe were. They're they're pro they're pro quality gloves, um, and I just I would love to see if if you know the smiles on their faces if they enjoyed it and if if they're like you know you they work and they're like, man these are these are nice things anyway moving on yeah you're good man hey everybody welcome back to the Flounders B Team podcast uh, that was such a great segment with KC we're we're just really glad that 
that uh, uh, We Are Tacoma, S- uh, uh, Tacoma Defiance, and Rain FC are, are going to be a part of this show. We're so stoked. So thanks a lot to Casey for spending some time. Tim, how you doing, man? How you been? We didn't hear from you much on that on that segment. No, no. I, I was just sitting there staring at Casey. Yeah, he's, uh, a little he's, starstruck? Yeah. <laughs> Casey has so much energy. Oh, yeah. I, I don't need to say anything. He's an amazing dude. He really is an amazing dude. I've spent some time hanging out with him from time to time, and he, he has just boundless energy and creativity. He's a cool dude. We don't get him on the show enough, so I certainly no, don't absolutely. want to talk over him. <laughs> no, exactly. That's exactly right. Okay, so um, we do want to talk a little bit uh, before we quit about the Vancouver match coming up this weekend in Vancouver against your Seattle Sounders. What does that look like? Gosh, um, so do you have any uh, idea what uh, what roster they're playing right now? Uh, yes. I mean, I know their roster, but nobody knows their roster. They've had so many freaking... Have they, they had, had a so lot much, of changes? I mean, Freddie's back, but they've lost a ton of folks. They've so lost, Freddie uh, Montero, that's yeah. going to be interesting. You think he's going to score against us? <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the only, yeah, that'll be a clawback or... Uh, so what's going on? How, I'm, look, what's I'm looking Vancouver's at the roster right now. Like? Well, is Vancouver two and two? No, they are over. They're they're over. They're over three. Over. Right yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking at the <clears> roster <throat> right now, and I don't recognize any of them. Tell me more. Who they got? Uh, who who did they play last match? And yeah. who was their roster? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> okay, so all I've heard. Pull that up. What's that? You want? Oh yeah, Felipe. Okay, there's a name I recognize. That was the dude that used to play for uh, uh, New York Red Bulls. And oh, okay, he, he is. He's one of those uh, uh, masters of the dark arts. So he's going to get you. <laughs> he's going to get you all irritated with yourself so that you lash out uh, and get a red card. Catch you a red. Okay, so he's a magician. He's a wizard. Yeah. So Freddie Montero, <laughs> J- Jordi Reyna. He's a little guy. So wait, Reyna. Whoa! 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 Didn't we just pick him up? No, no, no. Jordi Reyna. I'm, 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 there is an Andy Rose. One each. Rand, Andy Rose. I don't know if that's the same Andy Rose. Can you take a look? Ah, it, it is. is. <laughs> what the F? When did that happen? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> we Rose, haven't been paying attention Rose to retur- the MLS. Rose returns to MLS after a few years in England to play for his former team's rival. He is a player who could fill in anywhere on the midfield, but primarily as a central midfielder. Mm. What the what? <clears throat> what the what? Oh what? man! Okay, so it's a little bit of a a, a little bit of a Sounders reunion with Russell Mr. Tiber. Monterio. So there's three names on this whole roster that I even recognize. <clears throat> now I'm not considering myself a, a you know a, a master of the universe, but there's a ton of turnover. Um, you know, granted they have had a lot of. Uh, a lot of money to spend. They lost Kendall Waston. They, they had, I don't know if they got rid of their goalkeeper last year. Where did Rosales end up going? Did he just retire? Probably Dallas. I don't know. If oh, yeah, Dallas, was, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. He was in Dallas last yeah, yeah. team. Yep. Yeah, he last played for the Whitecaps at 77. No, as. Uh, February 1616, uh, FC Dallas in exchange for Blas Perez. I don't know if he's still playing there. The Blas Perez is gone. He was in Seattle uh, just kind of hanging out probably – Watching training. Not that we're going to sign him. I just think he was a 
a fly on the wall here well, to talk to some Panamanian players. <clears throat> so there's there's no superstars on the roster other than uh, uh, Freddie Montero. It'll be exciting to see him play again. Andy Rose is also kind of a, a, a fly in the mix uh, coming off of some English time. Is, is that where he came from? Is, is where Andy Rose? Yeah, yeah, he left us and then went to went to England. And EPL. What? Uh, Where did he play? I don't think he made the first. I don't think he made the Premier League. He was in Championship. In, I'm guessing he played in the Championship. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, what does that matchup look like then? Is the Sounders' attack going to be able to penetrate their defense? Is the uh, midfield going to be messy? Uh, can we continue with the same game plan uh, this match and and come out on top? Uh, I mean, it's a rival game, so a Cascadia match. Cascadia! Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking, looking at their schedule. They haven't won yet this year. I mean, even the preseason games, they're losing. Um, so that means we're going to lose. That means we're going to lose or draw. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. Well, so that's the question is, what's the trap in this game? How are we going to screw this up? Well, okay. Um, our, since our attack, in my opinion, since our attack has been high-flying, We've we've leaked a little bit. We've we've conceded some goals. So I'm wondering if we could kind of you know maybe find a happy medium where we get one or two goals and then could still play to a shutout, rather than go four and then leak two. But I mean, so goal, you feel like it, it, awesome this will look like a Chicago Fire match or I, well. It's uh, it's it, a it's a cascading match. It's at their you know it's it's Vancouver and and Vancouver can cl- anybody can clip anybody on any day. So you can't look sure. past anyone. Sure. And we've had a week off. So I'm so wondering we'll be if, ni- nice if and rested. Cooled, but we could have cooled off. What does that mean, though? What does that mean? That means, you know, maybe the mojo has to, you know, get a Mr. defibrillator. Mojo rising. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to think Think positively. We're flying on all cylinders. You know, everything's everything's happy in Sounderland. Yeah. We're, we're 3-0 and right now. Um, but we are playing a rival once again. And... All the crap goes out the window, you know. All the all statistics, it just turns into a slugfest, and and any goals are good goals. Last week we talked, and our uh, our friend Kevin uh, assured us that uh, we're going to be six and zero after the first six matches. Uh, do you see any do you, Do you see any any problems with that assessment right now? I could see a way that that could happen. Yes, I could also see a way that we end up stepping on our toes and. And uh, yeah, and fall down. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm always the pessimist and uh, same way. I, I don't gamble because I don't want to lose well, money. I, need, I, need I don't s- want to win money. I hate losing more than I love winning. You can, we, well, we just came back from Reno and I actually, oh, yeah. I actually uh, made a little more money than I spent there. There you go. Which is nice. Uh, we stayed away from the blackjack and we stayed away from uh, basically anything other than craps and sports betting. Oh, did you put down my twenty bucks to win? I did the... not. Here, let me get the twenty dollars out of my. I I remembered, and it was what did you? Uh, what did but you I buy remembered for yourself? Ten thirty. Well, did... I have a wallet full of cash right now. So. No, no, no. What did you buy for yourself? What did you bet on? I didn't bet on anything. For I was going to bet on Sounders to win it, but I was going to place it at the same time as your bet. So I have, I brought no tickets back. I'm very sorry. Here's your twenty dollars. That's sir. fine. I'm going to Vegas in May. So hey, baby, let's go to Vegas. Uh, I can give you twenty dollars, and you can do that for me. I put twenty bucks on Liverpool to beat Real Madrid, and that didn't happen. <laughs> but at any rate, um, 
So I need specificity from you. If you're going to be a pessimist, I want to know why uh, uh, specifically you think, uh, what is the trap? What is the thing that we're going to screw up in this this match against Vancouver? Is it not knowing the players and screwing up in the midfield and uh, dinking around with passes? Uh, Is it... Um, is it underestimating the ability of Freddie Montero to get into space and absolutely decimate our defense? Um, what, what do you think it is? What do we need to be watching out for, Tim Balaya? We need to look out for Huang In Bim. Is a is a Korean dude that will just chew your face off. He's a, he's their international DP. And it might have been one of those things like uh, Kim Kihi, where I, I'm guessing maybe he came from uh, uh, from uh, yeah, I think South Korea transferred from uh, Daejeon Citizen FC, mm. signed as a young designated player so to K-League. a two-year contract with two-year option. Um, I'm not sure how things work in 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 Korea, but I I think you can get out of military service if you are a pro athlete. Oh, that's interesting. Take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what does that have to do with the? Uh, no, uh, I, everything I've heard about this guy is is just that he is an animal. He is uh, Aussie. You know. Okay. He plays hard and no fear. And so if anybody's going to disrupt an attack or lead the disruption of attack, it's going to be this guy. I think it's him. I think I think Freddie Montero is really good. I uh, was listening to Steve Zakawani's podcast this morning and. Mm. Uh, Winging it with Steve Zakuani. And Steve basically pointed out stuff that, that I've noticed. Like, oh, yeah, he does do that. Freddie Montero, pretty much uh, in all set pieces, just kind of hangs out waiting for the yeah, waiting for floats. the garbage. Yep. And then he just puts it away and yep. makes you look stupid. That's what we loved him for when, when he played for us, is yeah. uh, just him hanging out, lurking in the area is what they call it, right? Yeah, just being in the right place at the right time. He puts himself there and he anticipates as well. And I don't think he has an issue celebrating um against us anymore all right what are you doing for the match uh it's saturday i my wife is having people over so i'm on daddy duty i'm gonna wander around <laughs> with my son uh maybe maybe go for a walk maybe taking just... sylvie to soccer practice or nope. no little kickers uh, that's in the morning oh, okay. uh, sylvie does little kickers at the tacoma soccer center uh, look into it if you're in the area and you want your kids to uh be tired and come home. That's what you want is tired yeah, children. I just want, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's like boarding for animals and they come home just exhausted. That's, All that's right. ideal. So I'm rolling up to Vancouver this weekend with Nate and uh, Nate from Tacoma. No, no, no. We're, we're driving up. Uh, we have ECS tickets, um, but we're, we're driving up. Me, my wife, Nate, and his wife, SP on Fire, on the Twitters, um, Channel 253 alum. You know, uh, we're going to, we're going to go and we're going to have a good time in Vancouver. We're going to leave nice and early in the morning, uh, do our border crossing activity and then, uh, get to Vancouver in time to grab our tickets from the rally point and, uh, do the March to the match. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to stay overnight and come back, uh, probably around noon the next day. Where are you staying? Hotel? Or are you just sleeping in Airbnb? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do an Airbnb sharing a house. Share Airbnb? Share Airbnb, baby. Share B and B. Um, I, you know, this feels like a three one three two match to me. Um, Are you okay without getting shutouts? If we're just just I don't pouring on the offense. If, if we're if we're able to get some goal differential. If we're pouring on the offense. If we're if if we don't actually have problems with our defense that are ill 
what's the word I'm looking for? Insoluble, right? Like you can, so we talked on the last show about that time where, where Stefan fries, what the fuck were you people doing when they're just basically staring at each other? Hey, you got that? Hey, you got that? Er, er, er. Um, that's tactical. That's mistakes that can be fixed. That's not inability to, to accomplish a thing, right? That's, we're able to, that's, that's something you can troubleshoot and that's something you can drill for. And that's something you can fix your communication. Um, if we end up in a place where we're just leaking goals for no discernible reason, just because we're shitty, I don't see that happening. Um, so, uh, your Kramer goals, obviously, um, lack of attention, uh, those are a problem. We need to, we need to, to, to build and maintain that discipline, but I don't see that as a problem unless we can't start it, unless we're in a, in a place where we can't put our finger on why we're leaking goals, then we're in deep shit. Well, I, what I end up seeing, and if we're going to lose, like, like I said, it, it, Vancouver's not awesome and anybody, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yep. So what I'm guessing that's 12 o'clock for you kids at home, 12 noon or AM. <laughs> but uh, what I see is I see I see us basically running up the channels with our defenders, playing one two one two one two passing, and then you know because we devote that much energy to the offense, you know we we have a simple mistake, a misstep, we get countered, we get a goal. Now they say it's it's great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. Well, I'm, <laughs> everybody it, has a plan until you get punched in the everybody face. Everybody has a plan. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, you're just sitting there, and we're we're just we're, you're blocking, but we're just lowing haymakers yeah, on you, exactly. And all you can do is protect, you're going to land protect, a couple, protect, but protect, you're still protect. getting your ass kicked, and and well, you, you, you eventually, yeah, you got to protect your nuts. If we see a situation where we're just peppering their goal, but mm-hmm. nothing's going in, kind of like I don't know, whatever. Well, that's LA, the, that's the other problem, that's right? The, and that's the thing is that's what I see. Is like, how are we going to get clipped? Well, if we're just peppering their goal and we f- like spiritually we feel like but we're that's up six nothing because we've hit the crossbar three times we you know uh, we've we've well, hit Ke- we've Kevin's, hit the dog running across the Kevin's field said this a time or two as well though if you're if you're hitting the crossbar every time that's a discipline problem that's a concentration problem that's uh that's a you need to be better <laughs> kind of problem and it's not just unlucky um you, you know yeah sometimes yeah the the toast falls butter side down as you like to say but it, 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 it's I, I I tend to subscribe to that to that uh, uh, to that philosophy. Like it, it's not just luck. Um, yeah, sometimes you hit the crossbar, but if you're doing it every single time, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So if we sorry, get, step on you. No, no, no. If if we yep, get yep. clipped, that's what's going to happen. We're probably going to be pouring it on, and psychologically, we think. That we're up for nothing already, even though none of them have gone in. Mm-hmm. But you're just having so much success. You think that you know, in your your psyche is like, oh my god, this is awesome. We're winning. Like, no, we're not. We well, if we if we talk about the the uh, defiance roughnecks away game, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because we're we're running out of time tonight. But um, you know, uh, defiance had nine shots, two shots on goal, sixty two percent possession. Uh, 79% pass accuracy, which is not great, um, but it's USL level. Um, only 14 fouls compared to Tulsa's 20. Um, and then 
three offsides uh, calls, which means they are trying to do the high press, just not successfully. And then six corners, which were, I'm sorry, eight corners, which, which means they're, they're, in, they're doing what they need to do to attack and, and bounce the, bounce the ball off the other team right it sounds like something is working and it certainly sounds like the midfield is working because they're able to push that transition forward so yeah i'm borrowing heavy from uh, a piece on sounder at heart from um burridge uh what's his name slippish on the twitter scott burbage um uh, but you know, he talked about how in the Roughnecks game, which was an away game, uh, they're doing a lot of uh, center back uh, passes over the middle, um, and yeah, I mean the the midfield's doing the work that they need to do, but um, there it doesn't seem like the the high press is working all that well, uh, and I think the stats seem to confirm that. Are we in a situation where uh, the Sounders might run into that as well? Well, I, people are going to try different things to try to disrupt, um, disrupt our, you know, our attack. Is until somebody figures it out. I mean, high high press. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could press us, uh, and we are trying to play out of the back. We do have some technical players that can probably hold the ball a little bit better, uh, and we have a defense that can generally manage a counter that comes with the high press right yeah. okay um, what i i mean if if i were if i were vancouver um what i would end up doing is just make the ref call fouls you know the the way they broke up the clint noba show is as soon as somebody gets rid of the ball boom put a body into them break up that break up that flow bump them you know uh, uh, foul them get a hand on it just break up the flow as far as run into people and, and just get them off balance and that way, the one twos don't work the way they're supposed to. As soon as somebody gets rid of it, knock them. So it's that way. When Nico gets the ball, he gets he whether he gets rid of it or not. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna knock him. You know, knock him in the hip, knock him down, whatever. And then he's not gonna be able to get the next pass. Okay. What do the Sounders need to do to guarantee a win in this match? And what do you think that score is gonna be? I would love to play it to zero. Um, You'd like to keep them from scoring any goals? Two goals, 90% percent possession. Two goals, 90% possession, yeah. and then you're in good shape? Do you, can we accomplish 90%? I, no, I don't so know. What, so what do we need to do? What's no, the honestly, what's I mean, the to, game plan? To continue to do what we're doing. If and you're just, you know, on, I would probably, I would probably tell our guys to, you know, Pick, pick your pick your moments to you know tell Brad Smith pick your moments to go forward you don't have to go forward every time mm-hmm. leer them slow down pick your moments Jordan pick your moments don't don't just go 100% full hammer down pedal to the metal go 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 because I think that's if we if we score fine if we score two three okay fine but I don't I just like I'm anxious I'm the, I'm the pessimist I'm expecting us to to go forward get countered give up a goal and then the other team is just gonna park the bus and we're fudged well that makes sense um parking the bus is not necessarily a fantastic strategy especially with this team where we can get into weird open spaces with a loose ball um and uh, so I I agree with you uh, I don't know that that's going to be successful for Vancouver this week. I love counterattacking teams. Yep. I love it when we are a counterattacking. Yes, team. I want. I mean, personally, I want everything to go forward. I hate it when they stop and then try to work it around the eighteen because 
person, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm comparing everything to you know get the ball in the fucking box. I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm comparing everything to amateur rec soccer, where the more passes you make, the more likely someone's going to get a bad touch and lose it. Yeah, now, these guys are pros. I'm not a pro, so they can probably work it around. But I like I said, the probability if 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 you juggle chainsaws long enough, you're gonna, you're gonna get, get cut. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna lose a finger. Uh, not baby. chainsaws. Uh, it's it's Vancouver Whitecaps. I guess if you uh, if you're treading water long enough in the rapids, uh, <laughs> in the ocean. Oh, you're thinking about Timber Joey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I, I just I just, like I said, the, the more you move it around, the more likely somebody's gonna take a bad touch and then you lose it. So I, that's why I love things going forward and they play the ball into space right in front of Jordan Morris, two touch goal. Now, will we see nine games in a row with a goal from, from Wreck-It Raul? Let's hope. What I do see is one Kelvin Leardham being um, more of a uh, golden boot threat than one Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Let's hope for that as well. Oh, my goodness. Leardham has two goals, <laughs> should have been three goals, and Zlatan and is... the Zlatan. The Zlatan. Man, that's... <laughs> They hitched their wagon to the wrong player. Man, dude. You think he's uh, he's he's starting to collapse? Or is it just the organization around him? I don't know. Both. I think I think he got paid and I think they, you know, when he had something to prove, you know, maybe he'll rise above. But if 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 he's now like, you know, he's got his own statue of himself probably that he just looks at in and, his garden. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with that, Tim Hamilton, uh, I do think we have to call that a wrap. Right, we're done. Uh, it's been a fantastic show. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, thank you to the listener for helping us out here. Uh, Flounders B Team is a production of Channel 253. Uh, such great shows as the uh, Interchangeable White Lady podcast is a great show with Crossing Division this week. Uh, you should definitely check that out. Um, moved to Tacoma. Taco Man had a new show uh, that came out on March 5th with Jeremiah O'Shan of Sounder at Heart. And uh, what's their show called? No Saudiet or something like that yeah, yeah no saudietist and um just go to channel 253.com and check it out the nerd farmer podcast has rain players for the next two weeks so uh definitely check that out also uh bill predmore of the um of the we are tacoma organization has been on the show as well uh very oh god damn it uh, very recently, so definitely check that out. Channel 253, uh, at Channel 253 on the Twitters, Channel253.com. We are the Flounders B team. I've been Steve Kettleson. I'm Tim Hamilton. And you can find... Oh, my God. With the... <sighs> I thought we talked about this. I thought we talked about this. I got to um, the very end. At the very end, screaming goats and all of that. It ain't a show without the goat. I guess. You are the greatest of all time. No. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Flounders B Team Podcast, and we are out of here. This is Channel 253.